Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where I spend so many hours whiling away on the tweets. Tweeting uh, pretty much a tweet storm every day. Um, So that's that's where you can find me, Mr. Twitter. Of course, on Twitter all the time. Uh, I believe we also have an Instagram uh, page. So uh, you can go there as well. YouTube, you can watch the show in its entirety on uh, on YouTube as well. So we've got uh, an awful lot to talk about today, as usual. Um, there's just uh, an amazing phenomenon happening now with the media finally realizing, hey, you know what? Hunter Biden uh, may have done some, some things that, uh, well, aren't totally and completely legal. He's got some tax evasion problems, and, uh, uh, you know, he didn't really have any qualifications for those jobs in uh, Ukraine and China. Hmm. Weird. So they've just stumbled onto that. We'll get into that and a lot more, but first, I've got to tell you about Patriot Mobile, because Patriot Mobile provides you with cell service, the same, actually, or better, because it's cheaper than anybody else. Everybody uses the same tower, so you get the same nationwide coverage. Uh, and they have a plan to fit any budget. Plus, these are conservatives. They're not going to donate money to Planned Parenthood. They're not going to donate to George Soros organizations. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They take a portion of your bill and help supply Bibles to kids. They make it really easy to switch, too. So it's it's not just altruistic. It's very easy, and you get a lot out of it because you're going to be paying a lower price. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pad, or you can call their customer service-based, their uh, U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Same service, lower price, and they're conservatives and Christians. Get free activation and a special gift right now when you use the offer code PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT. What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say, that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, By the way, Jeffy's finally out of the hospital. Returned home kind of late yesterday afternoon. And uh, so he said maybe he may be in tomorrow. Keep our fingers crossed, but I'm uh, not absolutely taking that to the bank. Uh, all right. So Bo- Joe Biden has been asked a few times about Hunter Biden lately. He was asked by a Fox News reporter before the election, and he just went ballistic and, and was just belligerent and pissed off. And if that's how you're going to be able to handle any question that doesn't fully praise you and embrace everything you're doing and isn't just a softball, uh, you're not going to be long for the job. Uh, But yesterday, he was asked about how confident he is that that his son Hunter did nothing wrong. I'm confident. He's confident. (laughs) 
And that's all he said about it. And by the way, he didn't sound confident there, did he? Uh, I'm confident. And then walks off. Uh, that was Fox's. That actually was Fox's. Uh, Peter Ducey asking him the question, too. But some other, some other people in the uh, mainstream media are just beginning to figure out and something's been going on here. Interesting, because according to the article, it marked just the second time Biden has commented on his son's situation. <laughs> Get this. Since it was made public last week. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the Hunter Biden situation was only made public last week? <laughs> Such is the spin of the mainstream media. I mean, that's certainly when they became aware of it uh, to the point where they would ask about it, <clears throat> look into it, talk about it in any way. But we've been talking about this Hunter Biden thing for, I don't know, a year or two? It's probably been at least two years and maybe even longer than that. So over time, uh, as we get closer to the inauguration, it may be that Joe Biden will have to face, I don't know, a couple of difficult questions. Certainly hope so. Uh, Dr. Fauci has also recommended that he and his vice president-elect, supposed vice president-elect, uh, become inoculated with the vaccine as, as soon as they possibly can. I think Fauci has also said the same thing about uh, President Trump, even though he's he's already had COVID. Um. So we'll see if and when uh, Joe Biden receives the vaccine. Also, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer just invited Santa to tell kids to follow the rules on COVID-19. Here she is. Thank you for joining us. I'm Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and I'm really excited to be here with all of you. And I also know someone who's been oh, really following the rules and making sure that he stays safe and the elves stay safe. And so my special guest is Santa Claus. Hello, boys and girls. How are you? Does anyone have a question oh, for Santa Claus? Santa, do you have to wear a mask? When I'm in my workshop with all my elves, we all are masked up in social distancing. Yes, please do. Set up carrots and cookies if you can. That was a good suggestion. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Everyone has been testing negative. We're still getting tested. I think we're so far up north that it might not be getting to us, but we're not going to take any chances. We're all going to mask up. We're all going to wash our hands. It's unbelievable we're all propaganda. We're stay six feet apart. Are you in the workshop? Okay. Hi, how can we keep people safe for Christmas? What I would suggest to do is Wear a what mask. the governor is telling all the people Don't go anywhere. in the great state of Michigan to do. Mm -hmm. Social distance, right. wash your hands, and make sure you wear, wear a mask. mask when you're outside your home. <laughs> Good advice. And Santa, another way you. to stay safe during the <clears throat> holiday 
is to stay home, but call your grandparents and your cousins and your family. And it's the safest way to tell the people you love how much Pause you it for care a second. about them. What has happened to her head? Is that is that some special effect? <laughs> they, have they stretched her head vertically? What is going on there? <laughs> you know, they have that. They have that app that you can twist people's faces and stuff. I think that's what's happened here. Uh, look at this. Uh, all right, let's see what else she has to this say. This year it has to look a little bit different so we can stay safe. And I appreciate all of you doing your part. Santa, thank you so much for making time for us today. Let's hear your oh, bus. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. Merry oh, Christmas. Oh. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Hi, everybody. Wow, that's despicable propaganda. Uh, how about that? Using Santa Claus to talk about masking up and that he's doing that at the North Pole. Oh, yeah. Uh, the elves and I are all masked up and, and we're all socially distanced. Really? Hmm. Based on uh, what I've seen on movies and things and the documentaries that I've seen about Santa and his elves, there's a heck of a lot of them. And for them to socially distance six feet away from each other, <laughs> I don't think they're getting a lot of work done uh, this year, kids. I think there's going to be a lot less toys to go around because uh, you really can't build that many toys when you're socially distanced from each other in a, in a manufacturing plant. <laughs> that is despicable. They, they're completely shameless on the left. Absolutely shameless. Is... Anybody having a problem with this in Michigan? Are the parents a little bit pissed off about that? Wow. <clears throat> they certainly should be. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. St. Anthony Fauci of DCC and his wife will be spending the holidays and, and Fauci's birthday alone this year. As he did for Thanksgiving... The nation's top infectious disease expert won't be seeing his three adult daughters this Christmas or for his 80th birthday on Christmas Eve. And he recommends other Americans do the same thing. Nope. <laughs> Thanks for the recommendation, but no. He said that's painful, but it's just one of the things you're going to have to accept as we go through this unprecedented, challenging time. No, I, I, I actually don't have to accept that. I actually don't have to do that. I don't have to make this time more challenging than it otherwise is. Many Americans, according to the article, <clears throat> many Americans didn't heed the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's recommendation to stay home for Thanksgiving. And now, of course, we're seeing the dramatic increases in COVID-19 infections. It's because you were so selfish you wanted to see your family. Huh. How do you feel about it now? Huh? How dare you? How dare you see your family on Thanksgiving? Murderers. That's what you are. Bunch of murderers. <laughs> Fauci uh, said, we're already in a very difficult uh, situation, and we're going to make it worse if Christmas holidays continue as usual. So if your family members or loved ones won't take no for an answer, Fauci suggested putting it to them this way. Keep yourself and your family healthy so that you'll have many more Christmases ahead of you. Uh, if you've enjoyed many more Christmases 
before and realize that with vaccines heading out now, it's highly likely things will be back to normal by next Christmas. Is it? Because, wow, have I read, I've read a lot of headlines and some articles that have stated lately that the vi- vaccine's not enough. It's not going to do anything. Uh, we're still going to have to mask up. We're still going to have to socially distance. You get the vaccine and the mask and the social distancing. And, you know, it's not forever, but certainly through next year uh, and maybe into 2022. It may be late summer of or early fall or certainly not past the winter of 2022. But, I mean, almost for sure not past 2023 in the springtime. I, you could stretch it out to the beginning of 2024, but I, that's not much beyond the summer of 2024 into the uh, late winter, early spring of 2025. But after that, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I just They just keep doing this. Why? Because they absolutely love the control. And they want to keep they want to keep it. COVID count uh, cases have dramatically surged in recent months. That's especially true in the past week when an average of 211,629 cases were reported per day. I mean, that is, that's a lot of cases. But the vast, vast 99.5% of them are just, you know, you're sick. It's not, it's not like you're going to be killed. I mean, yes, the comorbidity thing is real and the aged should be protected. But again, for the millionth time, let's protect the most vulnerable among us and let's get on with life for everybody else. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's going to be interesting to see and to hear what Keith has to say when he gets back because I'm pretty convinced he's got COVID. Even though he tested negative for it four times, I mean, he's laid up to the point where it sounds like he has COVID-19. So it'll be interesting to see if his perspective on this whole thing changes when he gets back. We'll see. Meanwhile, let me take a minute and tell you about uh, Keeps. If uh, your hair's not looking as thick and full and luxurious as it used to, you know, a little patchy baldness, little skull showing up lately (laughs) there's nothing there's very few things that are worse than that and you're seeing a lot of hair going down the drain in the shower every morning it's time to go to keeps.com slash pat and you can do all of this from the comfort and privacy of your own home just relaxing in your lazy boy recliner go online answer a few questions and take a few pictures and post them uh, of your hair and then a licensed doctor will get back to you with the recommendation on the best treatment for you. Then it'll be shipped directly to your door. You don't have to go anywhere or do anything to, to make this happen. Really convenient. And we'll get you started with a special deal. Go to keeps.com, keeps.com slash pad. And you'll get 50% off your first order of Keeps Hair Loss Treatments. 50% off at keeps.com slash pad. <laughs> My mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Pat Gray Unleashed. Still haven't seen that yet. I gotta had to bust that out for for the Christmas season. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
Uh, AOC is now claiming that Nancy Pelosi needs to go. Chuck Schumer needs to go. But right now, there's nobody to replace Nancy Pelosi. Uh, But she does believe the Democrat Party needs new leadership. She told The Intercept in an interview that it's time for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Minority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer. Time for them to go. Uh, But the left, she said, currently has no plan on how to fill the subsequent leadership vacuum. I totally disagree with that. There has to be some descendant of Karl Marx who loves the Communist Manifesto as much as AOC does, right? There's, there's got to be plenty of little socialists and communists running around out there who could take over the Democrat Party without missing a beat. But, she said, if you create that vacuum, there are so many nefarious forces at play to fill that vacuum with something even worse. Pelosi cruised to re-election last time, and everybody said, oh, yeah, she's not long for this job anymore. Everybody's sick and tired of it. And she became Speaker of the House again anyway. But with a single-digit majority, she can uh, only afford to lose a handful of Democratic votes on the House floor, or she'll be short of the 218 that you need, which then would throw the contest uh, back to the caucus. And the rest of uh, Pelosi's octogenarian leadership team, these people are all 80 years years old plus. Steny Hoyer, uh, James Clyburn, they've held these top positions for over a decade, and they won their slots without any opposition. On the Senate side, Schumer won re-election unanimously. So Ocasio-Cortez is arguing that there are no viable alternatives for the House or the Senate leadership at the moment because the caucus's current leaders spent a number of years concentrating power without any real grooming of a next generation of leadership. Plus, who's out there that is as radical and socialist and admittedly so as, as AOC? I'm sure that she has herself in mind for a leadership position she said a lot of this is not just about these two personalities but also the structural shifts that these two personalities have led in their time in leadership the structural shifts of power in the house both on process and rule to concentrate power in party leadership of both parties frankly but in the democrat party leadership to such a degree that an individual member has far less power than they did 30 40 or 50 years ago This dynamic is what pushes the really talented members of Congress that do come along to leave or run for statewide office instead. Yeah, oh, she wants to take control of the Democrat Party so badly. And she wants to, you know, she wants a radical in charge of both the House and the Senate. And she's not going to be happy until that's the case. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of radicals that will be coming along uh, that will be happy to assume party leadership. Uh, By the way, a massive storm has hit the East Coast. I'd like to hear uh, from you if you are in the midst of that. 888-900-3393. Big Nor'easter 
that's just blasting the eastern U.S. And in some places, you're, they're getting like a foot or more of snow, which is interesting because I, you know, it wasn't that long ago where uh, snow was going to be something you had to tell your kids about. Back in the day, there was something called snow children. Uh, of course, we don't have that today because of global warming. Well, uh, they don't have to tell those tales because they got plenty of snow to deal with. With the official start of winter just a few days away now, because it's what, the 20, yeah, the 21st is the official start of winter. Uh, the storm started pummeling the East Coast yesterday morning. They didn't get quite as much, I think, in New York City as they thought they were going to. But uh, they they still got they still got a decent amount, and in some places they got over a foot, one to two feet of snow, uh, with flakes continuing to fly around Binghamton, New York. Snow totals had already exceeded two to three feet. In New York City, more snow has fallen with this winter storm, this one storm, than all of last winter. Wow. Uh, so, again, I'm sure, though, somehow that's, that's also global warming because the lack of snow is global warming or a preponderance of snow, also uh, global warming. Now, I used to have the, uh, the predictions of the Democrats in office. I'm not sure if I still uh, have that available. Yeah. Where they uh, talked about the fact that snow was was uh not going to happen anymore and there was a, a whole whole bunch of them predicting that again you would have to tell your grandchildren your children and your grandchildren about what snow was like uh and that was due to global warming but somehow when there's a ton of snow also or it's it's much colder than usual that also happens to be a uh, global warming phenomenon as well it just doesn't end Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, Venezuela's hate laws are being used to silence their political critics, and some are a little bit concerned that the same could happen here. Francisco Belisario, the a Venezuelan mayor, retired general, member of the ruling Socialist Party, had enough. His loudest local critic had accused him of bungling the response to the coronavirus outbreak and other big problems. So in August, he wrote a state prosecutor and requested an exhaustive investigation of his nemesis. Uh, Giovanni Urbanea, a former lawmaker who had become a gadfly to the mayor and other socialist office office holders. Urbanea, Belisario wrote in a letter uh, reviewed by Reuters, was conducting a ferocious smear campaign on Facebook and elsewhere. He not only defamed this particular mayor, but also President Nicolas Maduro, according to the mayor. He violated Venezuela's law against hate. The law was passed in 2017, but it's been rarely used before this year. And it criminalizes actions that incite hatred against a person or group. So, uh, Urbanea has been charged with hate crimes 
uh, now in Venezuela because he is speaking out against public officials. Uh, Days after the letter was written, several dozen masked officers raided Urbanea's home, took him at gunpoint for a chat, according to a police report of his arrest. Now, he remains in jail, awaiting formal charges and a trial. Uh, The mayor confirmed writing the letter, seeking hate law charges against him. He defended the move, though, saying his foe's critique was unfair because the local coronavirus response is managed by the national health system, not the mayor's office. So, so, okay, his criticism was unfair, so now he has to be in jail because of it? And apparently it's now an increasingly uh, common maneuver. In a review of more than 40 recent hate law arrests, Reuters found that in each case, authorities intervened against Venezuelans who had criticized Maduro or other ruling party officials or their allies. The hate law is considered unconstitutional and illegitimate by many Venezuelan legal scholars. Uh, Not only does the law violate the right to free expression, they argue, it was also illegally enacted, drafted, and rubber-stamped by a parallel legislature that Maduro created at the time to circumvent the opposition-controlled assembly. Now, nothing like that could happen here in the United States of America. Why? Why? The hate crimes here could never be used in such a way. I mean, can you see the writing on the wall? Venezuela is setting the tone for all of the little socialists and fascists that are running around in our country as well, trying to squelch speech, whether it be on Twitter or on television or wherever it may be. Any kind of opposition, any kind of criticism is just being shut down. And... Here's the evidence of where that is headed. Once you start going down that road, it's really hard to get off of it. So uh, the law has played an important role in nationwide elections this month, Maduro's opponents say, by cowing critics who had, been, who had spoken out about the government in the run-up to the vote. The election was widely considered a sham by the opposition, by human rights groups, and uh, most Western democracies, finally gave control of the assembly, the last part of the national government, not aligned with Maduro, to his allies. So you just, you can kind of see just how dangerous all of this stuff is. And this is why Republicans and conservatives for so long have opposed hate crime legislation. Because where do you draw the line on that? This is just uh, someone who is criticizing leadership about their response to coronavirus, and now he's in jail for it. (laughs) The person who wrote the letter and demanded that something be done about him is saying that he deserves it. It was completely fair uh, for him to be arrested that way. Targets are identified uh, not by tracking software or other technology, but by loyalists and government technicians 
who point out disagreeable social media posts or text messages to prosecutors. Wow. Is that not happening here in almost exactly the same way? And a lot of it is a criticism on mask wearing or the handling of the coronavirus. Unbelievable. Speaking of which, Chris Christie just posted a video to people uh, refusing to wear a mask. Uh, Here's what he had to say. This message isn't for everyone. It's for all those people who refuse to wear a mask. You know, lying in isolation in ICU in for seven days. Mm-hmm. I thought about how wrong I was to remove my mask at the White House. Today, Did you? I think about how wrong it is to let mask wearing divide us. Mm-hmm. Especially as we now know, you're twice as likely to get COVID-19 if you don't wear a mask. Because if you don't do the right thing, we could all end up on the wrong side of history. Huh. Please wear a mask. Wow. So even Republicans, they've got even Republicans on board with this now. So just wear a mask. Uh, you'll protect others. And maybe we won't put you in jail when the time comes. I'm telling you, this stuff is getting, this is getting really chilling. 888-900-3393 with your thoughts. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Welcome to it. Thanks for being here. 888 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Dr. Scruffy Nerf Herder tweets, How will Santa deliver gifts all over the world without being deemed a super spreader? Really good question. <laughs> that is a great question. Uh, the president-elect pickled squirrel tweets i'm old enough to remember when you worshiped in a church and not at the altar of safety yeah but i mean that was clear back what last year how old were you last year jackal jackie mcjackal tweets if the children leave out milk and cookies under michigan law uh isn't that considered indoor dining (laughs) and that's against the current shutdown mandate in michigan yeah Yeah, Santa could be arrested for that. Scott Peterson tweets, Can you speak about all the millions of people in the USA who have had COVID and actually have antibodies and why the people promoting the vaccine are saying everybody has to have the vaccine? Yeah, I I think they're using the excuse that they don't know how long the immunity lasts if you've already had the vaccine or if you've already had COVID-19 and you, you you have the antibodies now. But how long does that work? How long does that protect you? They don't know. So I think that's how they're recommending you get the vaccine as well. Uh, And not everybody has to get the vaccine. Just 75% of us. Don't worry about that. Just 75%. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's go to Mark in Illinois. Hey, Mark. You're on the blaze. Hi. 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 Hey, hi. Um... Uh, my suggestion is this. I think we need a brave heart moment from President Trump. We have 70 million people on the battlefield. The Democrats are marching towards us, and n- nobody is stepping up to inspire us. I know that, you know, we are frustrated. I listen to you. I listen to, to uh, Glenn. Um, 
and Rush Limbaugh and, and, and all of the uh, fans, and we're all upset about this. We're all angry, mm-hmm. but we don't know what to do. So what I think Trump needs to do is Trump needs to get up there and inspire us. And I'll quote another movie, which is um, the, the King's Message. Uh, I forget what that was called. Uh, I'm a little nervous, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the King's Message, where he got on the radio and he explained to, to the to people what they needed to do. He inspired them. Mm-hmm. I think Trump needs to get on TV, and I think he should have uh, like a video behind him like the press secretary does. And I think he should spell out from the beginning the things that have happened, including the uh, censorship, um, the Hunter Biden story mm-hmm. not being told, the, um, the voting machines, the uh, corruption that happened. He needs to take this to the people because the politicians aren't listening, the courts aren't listening, but he needs to get all of his people inspired. He needs to have a national um, program on TV at the same time, you know, like in prime time. Mm-hmm. And all of the conservative stations, period, whether they're radio stations, because you know people like CNN aren't going to cover it, but he needs to spell out exactly what happened. And what's going to happen under the the Biden administration? And he makes he needs to do it. He has to do it fairly quickly too. He can't. This thing can't go on for an hour. It's got to be twenty minutes so that everybody's watching it. And then it's something that I can take and show uh, somebody like my daughter that'll be you know I, I can hold her attention for twenty minutes and show her what happened because I think the majority of people do not know what happened in chronological order. And if they could see it spelled out in something, and this is something Glenn always says, is a good storyteller. We need a good storyteller like um, they they did in the King's speech. We need to understand together what happened. If we don't, it's like the 70 million people on the field uh, in Braveheart, and the troops are coming towards us, and we're all sitting around twiddling our thumbs. We need to do something. Appreciate it, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we need some leadership. That's that much is true. Uh, we do have to have uh, kind of some suggestions, I think, from our leadership as to where we go from here. Because even if even if you do know uh, the chronology of what has transpired over the last year or two, uh, and and you understand what has happened here, you don't know what to do about it. Okay, yeah, I get it. The election was uh, sketchy at best, and we also we all know there's some fraud, uh, but none of us know what to do about it because the Trump legal team has taken it to court, and it's not even been entertained by the courts for the most part. The vast majority of cases is just thrown out because of standing or whatever. I mean, even Rand Paul uh, talked about this yesterday at a hearing. They were, so, they were holding hearings on the voting irregularities. Now, Rand Paul, I, I don't think there's uh, many people who would say he's an extremist or that he's some kind of right-wing kook. Rand Paul, pretty reasoned guy, and here's what he had to say about this situation yesterday. A lot of the laws that have to be confirmed and I think reaffirmed are state laws, so it's not in our purview. But the state laws are set, and then we have federal elections. So what we've heard about what happened in Wisconsin, what happened in Nevada, I think is absolutely true, and we have to prevent it from happening again. I think state legislators 
legislatures will need to reaffirm that election law can only be changed by a state legislature. So I think there's a lot of work to be done. While we will not dictate it to the states, I think we should have hearings going into the next year, hearing from state legislatures and what they're going to do to make sure election law is upheld, not changed by people who are not legislators. And uh, we do have an interest in that. I don't want it to be mm -hmm. federalized. Many on the other side of the aisle would just soon federalize it and mail everybody a ballot and we'll have this universal corruption throughout the land. But what I think we need to do is keep it at the state level. But we can't just say it didn't happen. We can't just say, right. oh, 4,000 people voted in Nevada that were non-citizens and we're just going to ignore it. We're going to sweep it under the rug and say, oh, the courts have decided the facts. The courts have not decided the facts. The Thank courts you. never looked at the facts. The courts don't like elections and so they stayed out of it by finding an excuse, standing or otherwise, to stay out of it. But the fraud happened. The election in many ways was stolen, and the only mm. way it'll be fixed is by, in the future, reinforcing the laws. Now, that's not some kook. That's not some nut job. That is Rand Paul saying those things. Now, he's, he's saying state legislatures sh should take this up, and, and hopefully we can prevent this in the future. But what do you do about it right now? We're not getting a lot of guidance on that. Uh, even for President Trump, who just keeps saying that it was a fraud, it was a hoax, and and it, the election was stolen. But okay, what? Where do we go from here? What now? We'll get into that with you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. First, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in some pain and that pain is brought on by inflammation, this could be a godsend for you. It's Omega XL. Omega fatty acids that come from the pristine waters of New Zealand, and they put them into a really tiny little gel cap that uh, is so easy to swallow. This is backed by 35 years of cl clinical research, and it has an off switch for inflammation. Once the inflammation is calmed down and eliminated, then so is the pain. Give it a try. Uh, we've got a special deal for you. When you order your first bottle of Omega XL, we'll throw in a second bottle for free. So you buy one, you get one free, half price. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or you can call 800-844-4888. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. That's right. Had a boy clan. Pat Gray Unleashed. This has been uh, such a crappy year for the most part. Um, <laughs> I was thinking last night if I could change one thing. Which would it be? Would it be the elimination of COVID-19 and uh, 300,000 plus people still be alive and we've got no mask mandate, no social distancing. Uh, there's no song by John Bon Jovi. Although I'll keep my Major Sounds like this. I mean, there's no substitute for love. So love yourself and love your family. Wow. Love your neighbor and your friend. Anytime you love the stranger, just afraid you ain't begging. 
Okay, so you wouldn't have that in your life. That wouldn't be rolling through your mind at two in the morning. Um, so could, would you eliminate COVID-19 or change the outcome of the election? If you had uh, the power to change one of those things, but not both, which would you change? 888 Also with Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Carrie in Pennsylvania. Hey, Carrie, you're on the blaze. Carrie? Did we perhaps lose Carrie? Lost him. Just getting to know Carrie and uh, lost him so quickly. Uh, Gene in New Hampshire. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hi. Um, well, I've got about a foot of snow on my truck, and I never believe mm. them when they tell me that we're going to actually get snow because they usually are wrong. Right. <laughs> but seems like this is just going to go on and on and on. Is this, It's still and, snowing uh, in New Hampshire, is it? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah? Wow. Oh, yeah. Mm. And yeah. you already have a foot. I already have a foot on my truck. Wow. Yeah. 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 Sometimes they're right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you know? it. Thanks a lot, Gene. But we're supposed to believe, don't forget, we're supposed to believe they can never get the current weather right, but we're supposed to believe their predictions that a uh, hundred years from now, the melting of Greenland is, is going to cause uh, a 20-foot rise in the oceans. We are supposed to believe that. We're supposed to believe that in the next hundred years, they've correctly predicted that the temperature is going to go up four degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. But yeah, almost always wrong when with their predictions of uh, the current weather. But don't doubt for a second what they're talking about for a hundred years in the future. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's really amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, if you remember back a ways, there was uh, the Democrats were not always as confident about this election as they currently supposedly are. It's amazing how uh, how different the sentiments are from one person to another. For instance. They're telling us on the left that this was the most secure election in the history of the United States of America. And then on the other hand, uh, we're hearing that the election was stolen. Well, uh, earlier this week, a forensic report by Allied Security Operations Group, which we told you about in Antrim County, Michigan, found that the Dominion voting machine is intentionally and purposefully designed with inherent errors to create systemic fraud and influence election results and that the results of antrim county in 2020's election are not certifiable as a result now that's disputed by the other side of course there are many reports of voter fraud though in battleground states backed up by witness affidavits and statistical analysis there are uh, so many reasons for americans no matter who you voted for, whether it was Biden or Trump, uh, to doubt the legitimacy of this election. Even Joe Biden was concerned about the election integrity. Back in 2007, he was so concerned about election integrity that he was calling for election reform that mandated paper ballots 
and standardized voting machines. Huh. Which is what people usually mean by election reform, he said. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines and manipulate the records? I think we should pass a federal law mandating that the same machines with paper trails be mandatory for every federal election. That was back in 2007. Is that ancient history now? We can't mandate state elections, he said. So in a nutshell, I think we should be mandating that we have a paper ballot with a standardized machine, standardized requirements. Huh. Doesn't seem to feel that way anymore. How is it that these Democrats changed their minds so dramatically over just a few years' time? 888 Let's go to Logan in Oklahoma. Hey, Logan, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how's Hi. it going? Doing good. Just just asking. Mm, okay. Hey, so uh, if if the election versus the, the COVID-19, I think you have to go with just COVID-19 not happening because then you don't have an economic downturn. You don't have mm-hmm. a lot of the other problems associated with that. People out of job, unrest. Way too many right. people sitting in front of the, the poison that's poured out of TVs nowadays. And I think, honestly, Trump probably would have uh, won the next election. Yeah, had it not been for COVID-19, you might have cured. Yeah, yeah you might have handled both situations in one. Yeah. So I think that's a good point. That. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Logan. Uh, Carrie in Pennsylvania. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I just was calling for two reasons. One, we did get blanketed with snow. We've got uh, about 11 inches out my back porch here um, just over yesterday. Um, wow. So, yeah, it, it, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of snow. It's Pennsylvania. We're used to it. But, um, yeah, no global warming here today. <laughs> <laughs> um and the other thing is just the pride of Pennsylvania. Um, I um, I have been beating the drum for a long time trying to explain to people who you vote for mayor, who you vote for state offices um, matters. And that's um, for sure. Spence was well, but what's meh? and the, you know they're promising this and that. Well, now we have Wolf. And all his cronies, and and it is just just destroying the state. Appreciate the call, thanks, Carrie. Uh, that's a good point. Those local and statewide elections are critical, and sometimes we focus so much on the national elections that we forget that. Sometimes, like your school district elections, are some of the most important you could ever vote in. And thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, President-elect Stinky Biscuit tweets that caller, uh, what, 10, 15 minutes ago, just basically said the president should recite the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Yes, much of what he said that uh, President Trump should announce is contained therein. Uh, Peter F. tweets, I sincerely believe more than anything... What this country needs is 
bought a cat care. Barack and I think it's a right for people to have bad cat care. <laughs> so you agree with Biden on that? Okay. Uh, Barry Jackson, will Joe really take the Trump vaccine or a placebo for fear of turning orange? Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, beautiful, stable genius. We conservatives need to stop making this about Trump. This is much bigger than him. I understand this is hard to understand, but the left, especially the media, is using that against us. Make it about assuring a fair election in our country. And that's a good point. Uh, from the sniper BBB, everyone else got inches of snow. We barely got a dusting that was gone before the sun came up. Okay, but where... Are you referring to where are you, sniper? Uh, caffeinated Texan, in response to which you'd change if you could, if you could only change one thing, would you change the outcome of the election or wipe out COVID 19 from ever happening? And Caffeinated Texan tweets uh, the election, even if a virus with a 0.4% chance of killing me actually does kill me, I care more about the country. I wouldn't want to leave anyone. Behind in a communist hellhole. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts, and of course at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some advice now, actually more of a demand, I guess, uh, from George Clooney. <laughs> uh, he says this this thought where everybody is like, "Well, it's my freedom." It's like, that's not how this works, dumbass. Put on an effing mask. These Hollywood elites just uh, drive me out of my mind. Uh, He says, your freedom is this. You're free to smoke until your lungs turn black, but you can't do it on the bus. And you're free to drink until your liver comes out of your A- but you can't drink and then get behind the wheel of a car. Uh, So that's what he's comparing to uh, wearing a mask. Except for the fact that uh, wearing a mask does nothing. Dumbass. Oh, these people from Hollywood. Uh, These elitists, they just, they really believe they know better than anybody else because they make a lot of money pretending to be somebody else on screen uh, they have all the answers, and the rest of us are just, I guess, mindless morons. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Going to get to your phone calls here at uh, at that number in just a second. First, let me tell you about Scoremaster. If uh, you have, let's just say, average credit, imagine adding ninety seven points to your credit score and what that could do for you. Scoremaster credit scientists discovered an algorithm that super boosts credit scores. Not just a few points, not like 11 points or 14 points as some of these other uh, credit fixers claim they can do for you, but like 97 points. If, If you do Scoremaster before you go out and apply for a car loan, for instance, and you boost your average score, your score, let's say, is in the average range, and you boost the score just the 61 points in 20 days or less that ScoreMaster users normally get. You could save $9,000 on your car loan. And if you raise your credit score just the average number before applying for a home loan, you could save almost $100,000 over the life of that loan. ScoreMaster.com slash Pat. Go there, see how, how many plus points they can add, because they'll show you. 
how many plus points they can add to your credit score very, very quickly. Scoremaster.com slash Pat. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old Billy alone! Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, apparently, uh, Tom Cruise went off on another rant. We played one for you yesterday. It's happened again. <laughs> Tell you about that in a few minutes. Uh, first, let's go to Anthony in New Jersey. Hey, Anthony, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, just, I don't care. I was just asking. Uh, the only reason, because you're by yourself, you're in the studio by yourself. But uh, I'm glad to see Jeffy's doing okay, and I hope Keith is doing okay as well. Thank you. So what's up? Uh, so real quick, just like... Just just my question. Um, do you think uh, the mail-in voting needs to stop? Um, I, I see it just as a ma- major thing of fraud. Um, I had two parents, or I had my parents, both my parents. Uh, I had their ballot show up to my house, um, and they're both dead for a couple years, a little longer. Mm. And uh, do you think, do you think like, uh, we need to cut that out, right? There's, there's no way this mail-in ballot thing should be allowed anymore. Well, you know, if it depends on, like, if you're overseas, can you do the mail-in ballot thing? If, you know, you're in the military, of course, those those exceptions should be made. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Anthony. But, I, but as far as everybody just, in general, voting by mail-in ballot, not a good idea. Because, just as you said, uh, how much fraud is involved there? And that's what uh, President Trump was trying to warn about. The whole time before the election, these mail-in ballots that people aren't requesting. And that's the other thing. If you request one, that might be a little bit different, too, because there's a reason that you are requesting it. And you've filled out the proper paperwork and you've probably done it in the past. And in some of these states where they've got it down to a, uh, a decade or two science because they've been doing it for that long... It's a little bit different, but just as far as a blanket situation where everybody goes to mail-in ballots because of COVID-19, yeah, that doesn't work. It didn't work out well. But that's not even the main thrust of, say, Rudy Giuliani's allegations of voter fraud. Yeah, I mean, it's the voting machines uh, and, and the fraud that was perpetrated there. Plus the fact that no court will take up the actual evidence. They, they just they keep denying all of these lawsuits brought to them based on standing. Uh, it's just it's cowardice on the part of the judicial system. Let's go to Allison in Texas. Hey, Allison, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. This hey. Is, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> well, I'm a school teacher. Uh, this is actually my first year, and I'm um, pregnant. And the fact that you are talking the other day about who's going to have to have the vaccine, mm-hmm. well, the school teachers go onto that list. And it does make me nervous because I'm like, well, I mean, I don't see them mandatory in Texas, but it's possible with Biden in. And I'm like, I don't want to take that because there's no telling what it could do. Um, I think of uh, Bill Gates. Um, and I think of him and wanting to cut down the population, which is going to, I don't know, you probably think I'm a conspiracy theorist saying that, but 
that's where my brain goes. And I also think that Trump, um, I think the reason why they're giving Trump such a hard time is because the fact that they wanted Hillary in because they already had this major plan of what they're trying to do right now years ago. And so I just wanted to, he- to hear your thoughts on that and you just tell me what you think. So, but that's that's my thought. But it's like I don't want to lose my job if I did if I don't take the vaccine. Right. Then again, it's like we've got to stand up, and it's like everybody's talking about well, we got to stand up. But here's the thing: but how do we stand up? We're all talking about it. Um, Louder, Rick Shouter is talking about it. You're talking about it. Glenn's talking about it. But mm-hmm. how do we stand up? Yeah, so great, that's so Those are my thoughts. It's a great. Those are good thoughts. Good questions. Appreciate it. Thanks, Allison. Um, I, and as far as uh, it being a conspiracy theory about Bill Gates and uh, and trying to trying to limit the population growth, uh, that's that's not conspiracy theory. That's flat out fact. He's he's talked about that for a long time. Zero population growth. That's what he wants to get to. He's even uh, entertained the possibility of sterilizing people so that we get to zero population growth. Uh, and Bill Gates is. <laughs> is not is not the guy you want to trust when it comes to vaccines. Uh, I'm a little nervous about everything Bill Gates has to say about them. As far as uh, taking a vaccine when you're pregnant, that's another thing that uh, I mean. That's there are some legitimate concerns there, and they've got concerns about anaphylactic shock and all those kinds of things with the with the vaccine. So, yeah, I'd be very careful about it. How do we stand up? Uh, by I guess by encouraging our leaders to uh, do something about this voting situation, to make sure that it's addressed before there's there's another election that that happens. Um, and I liked the comment from last hour when when our caller suggested that maybe President Trump should step forward and suggest some action steps that we can take because all he's done so far is rile everybody up. With the fact that the the voting situation was uh, illegitimate. Okay, well, what do we do about it? What do we do about it? Because we're about to welcome an illegitimate president into office in Joe Biden, January 20th. Because lawsuit after lawsuit has been thrown out of court. What do you do about that? Uh, There's not much you can do about it. Except, again, pressure our officials... Uh, to fix the system before we come to another election cycle. And Rand Paul was addressing that yesterday in the hearing about the voter irregularities. Uh, Let's go to Gray in West Virginia. Hey, Gray, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how's it going today? Good. All righty, sir. Yeah, I was trying to respond to that one thing question, and, uh, you know, it comes down to a matter of numbers. I mean, I personally lost a sister back, you know, at the very beginning of this thing. But, mm. um, you know, 300,000 versus the deaths that could occur if the United States manages to go socialist or communist and it spreads, mm-hmm. the death toll will be so much higher. So, I mean, you just got to go with the numbers and say, yeah, change the results of the election. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Gray. Um, very true. Uh, there's a lot at stake with this election. And we talked about that all in, uh, during the buildup to the election, <laughs> what was at stake here? Socialism is at stake here. Ext- 
extreme leftism is at stake here. When these progressives get controlled, their their plan is to finish the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. The one that uh, Obama promised five days before the election in 2008. And that's exactly what uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to finish up. They want to finish that fundamental transformation. They want to finish the process that uh, Michelle Obama talked about. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, Uh our history. We're going to have to move Move into into a different place. Different place. We've certainly moved into a different place. Let me tell you about Bloomsy Box. Um, Bloomsy Box, simply better blooms, a better way to send flowers. Why? Because, first of all, they're beautiful, but you can get beautiful flowers a lot of places. It's just that they don't stay fresh because they've been delivered to so many places before they get to you. Now, Bloomsy Box has a better system. You place your order, and your flowers are hand-picked at the farm just for you. Then uh, they're delivered farm fresh, weeks fresher, straight to whoever you have requested they go to. So yeah, they arrive weeks fresher. And I love the incredible prices they have and the, and the huge selection. There are no hidden fees and there are no endless upsells. Plus, you can get free shipping when you subscribe. So whether you're sending just a a single Christmas arrangement to somebody, a holiday arrangement of some sort, or you have a subscription for someone special to receive flowers every month, I only send Bloomsy Box, and you should too. I got you a special discount to get you started so that you can see just how great these are. Go to bloomsybox.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 15% off and free shipping. That's promo code PAT for 15% off and free shipping at B-L-O-O-M-S-Y, bloomsybox.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Amy What's-Her-Face tweets, Mr. Jovi's assertion that a stranger is a friend you ain't mad yet. Sounds an awful lot like encouragement to break social distancing rules and meet people. Although I'll keep my social distance, it, what this world needs is a hug. Until we find the vaccination, mm-hmm. there's no substitute for love. But then so when you get the best vaccine, you, that'll substitute love for love. Anytime you love a stranger, just a friend you From Citizen Lacking Standing, I suppose this was the most this was the most secure election ever, if you mean securing poll stations from Republican observers. Carney T is the Pope for me, tweets you presented a false choice, Pat. Eliminating COVID nineteen or electing Trump. What about the turtles? If turtles weren't so stupid, they yeah. wouldn't put straws in their noses. <laughs> when I see a straw, I put it in my mouth. Straws don't belong there, but the turtles don't know why. So maybe they all deserve to die. Uh, I think there's no maybe about it. Uh, Rodney in Virginia. Remember, Pat, George Clooney may not be a doctor in real life, but he did play one on TV. 
Oh, that's right. So he knows about mask wearing, right? He knows uh, that you need to mask up, and that's going to fix everything just as soon as you do. What George also doesn't realize is almost everybody is wearing a mask, you moron. Look around. Almost everyone, mandated or not, mask wearing is like 80 to 90%. That's just agonizing. Uh, Mark Curtis tweets, Pat, I'm a permanent overseas absentee voter. Uh, I can send my ballot by mail or take it to the U.S. Embassy and they'll deliver it. Hmm. Or I can vote by fax with proper verification. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to eliminate uh, mail-in voting for everyone because overseas citizens uh, definitely need it. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Martin in Indiana. Hey, Martin, you're on the blaze. Hello, uh, Pat. Hey. Uh, I'll make it real quick and short. Mm-hmm. What we have to do, I'm a Republican, always have been. What we have to do is we have to call our senators and our congressmen. It has to be done across the country, but especially in your state, because that's the only way you can do it. And you must talk to them and tell them we expect to hear them at least fight for us in the hearings coming up in January for the electoral. Mm -hmm. We will not vote in the next election. We just won't vote. We don't have to vote against them. We just won't vote. That's that's the only solution that I think that we can do. Just pressuring our elected representatives. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Martin. Yeah, we must do that. And I I don't know if we've been doing that lately. Uh, I know that many of us became frustrated with calling our officials because they never listen. (laughs) It just just seemed like a, I don't know, almost a, a worthless cause at some point. But we we can't allow that mindset to take hold because that's that's the way the system is supposed to work. We're supposed to alert those we put in office to do the things we expect them to do and then pressure them to do it when the time comes. Uh, Scott in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Good morning. Morning. Hey, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if I have to tell you this, but I'm like a former progressive i believed in bernie sanders back in 2015 then i found out that he was a complete cuck and and throughout the years i've i realized that uh it's not uh it's not right what's what's happening and how we're being fooled but anyways i have an idea and I, i haven't heard this out of all the news and political discourse that i've listened to and that is um and i obviously don't know much about election law but why couldn't we redo the votes for these five states that we know election fraud is taking place? Why can't we scrap all the votes, make sure that Pennsylvania and the other states go back to their original laws before their, their COVID abuse? And why can't we just say, okay, now these five states on January 5th or, or whenever, why mm-hmm. can't we just go, okay, let's redo the election and then we'll get um, – We'll, we'll figure this out by by having everyone vote again. Well, I imagine you'd have a shot at doing that if both sides agreed that there was election fraud, uh, but with only one side agreeing on that and no court system uh, entertaining the possibility. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the reason you, you you can't have that happen 
because there's not consensus. Now, if you did have consensus, if both sides thought, okay, yeah, there's some serious irregularities here and there was some real election fraud, maybe you could make something like that happen. But I'm, I'm fascinated in the fact that you were a Bernie Sanders supporter as recently yes. as t- 2015? Yes. Wow. And so what, I, um, what changed your mind? Um, when he... When he com- when he completely I guess the crack in the dam came when he completely did not fight for himself in the 2016 Democratic convention. They shut off the lights for the Bernie supporters. Um, the the votes in Michigan delegates in Michigan, even though he won Michigan, mm-hmm. all delegates went to Hillary. Right. He didn't fight for himself. He just completely caved in, and then he backed her, trying to be a good team player. And I thought, he's not what I thought he was. Because one of the, I guess what makes me a progressive is I believe in universal health care just because I don't think anybody should lose their home. They'll go bankrupt because they end up getting sick. Or, you know, you work 45 years, and then you have your own house. Then you get sick, and then mm-hmm. it disappears because you can't pay these extraordinary medical bills. And I thought, and working in the medical industry also, I, I, I see the waste. I saw the waste going on. And, and so I, I just figured, why, why couldn't we do what other countries do? Right. And since we're America, we should be able to do it better because that's who we are. We're very competitive. And uh, get rid of get rid of the I, I would say I hate to say corruption but just get rid of the waste get rid of the yeah. people uh, taking um, so do you, do you still planet. consider yourself progressive then uh, are you still well, progressive I, I still believe in universal health care but no um, no what turned me into a progressive as I ended up getting a master's degree and I thought that I was going to come out and and I was going to get into the the corporate world I was going to get a, a professional job and it just did not happen. And this is another side story because then I went back to school, got an MBA, and I found out the exact same thing. See, here in Erie, Pennsylvania. Appreciate it. Hang on. We're we, okay. all out of time here on a network break, uh, but appreciate the call, Scott. Thanks. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All that schooling, that's what turned him progressive. <laughs> Great to have you with us. Triple A nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, looks like uh, Tom Cruise has gone off on a second tirade. Now you might, if you missed it, uh, he did this the other day on the set of Mission Impossible Seven. We are the gold standard. Apparently, some were not social social distancing. They weren't social distance. I guess they were wearing masks. But they weren't far enough apart for Tom's liking. You're back there in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. Lord. I'm on the phone with Good. every f- studio at night. Insurance companies. Hmm. Producers. Okay. And they're looking at us and yeah. using us to make their movies. Right. We are creating thousands of jobs, you f- <laughs> Okay. I don't ever want to see it again. Doesn't ever want to see ever. it again. Okay. All right. And then he he told them this. 
I care about you guys. You care about, I care about you. If you're not going to help me, you're gone. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. All right. So you see that stick? That stick. How many meters is that? How many meters? When people are standing around the no, there's no way to tell. What are you doing? I I don't know because I I'm not sure how far a meter is, Tom. I don't I don't know anything about it. There's no way to tell how far we're supposed to be apart if you're going to throw it to us in meters. I don't know. Well, apparently he went on a second rampage the next day, and now five uh, staffers on his movie uh, set have quit. They apparently decided it was their mission impossible to continue working with him uh, when he's gonna if he's gonna go on a tirade every day like this. The first outburst was big, but uh, things haven't calmed down since. Tension has been building for months, and this was the final straw. Since it became public, there has been more anger, and several staff have walked out. But Tom just can't take anymore after all the lengths. That he's got through to uh, just keep filming it all. He's upset with that others aren't taking it as seriously as he is. In the end, he's the one who carries the can. Well, yeah, I think these Mission Impossible movies are his are his baby, right? I think he produces them as well as acts in them. Um, but again, if he's going to use meters when he's yelling at people, they're not going to understand what's going on there. <laughs> Ethan, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to figure out what the hell a meter even is and why anyone, anywhere, would even consider using it. Ethan, there is simply no way to comprehend these measurements. So when it comes to asking crew members on this movie set to socially distance by at least a meter from each other, they don't know whether that means they should be making out or if they should be 10,000 miles apart. As always, Ethan, should you be killed or captured trying to noodle this metric system out, we will disavow any knowledge of a metric system ever existing. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. So anyway, uh, things not going well on the set of Mission Impossible 7. Uh, I love those movies too. I I think they're... Uh, a, a lot of fun uh, so I, I hope this one gets made I hope they don't all come come down with COVID-19 because they haven't been separating by the meter stick that uh, Tom gave them <laughs> it would be a real shame uh, 888-933-93 also the former CIA director John Brennan discussing UFOs I, it, it's amazing how many people lately How many officials, government officials, have been talking about the existence of UFOs and alien life? Uh, Brennan said, I've seen some of those videos from Navy pilots, and I must tell you, they are quite eyebrow-raising when you look at them. You try to ensure that you have as much data as possible in terms of visuals and also different types of maybe technical collection of sensors that you have at the time. Also, I believe it's important to reach out into other environments and find out were there any type of weather phenomena at that time that they might have, in fact, created the appearance of the phenomena that you're looking at? Were there some things that were happening on the ground or other types of phenomena that could help explain what seems to be a quite mysterious 
happening as far as what's out there. Well, I mean, people are always looking into the weather conditions and what was going on in the environment. That's what Project Blue Book was all about in the 1940s and 50s. He went on to say, I think an important uh, thing for analysts to do is to go into this type of challenge, either discounting certain types of possibilities or believing in advance that it's likely X, Y, or Z. That's, that's what they've done for decades, John. You really have to approach it with an open mind, but get as much data as possible and get as much expertise as possible brought to bear. Uh, then he was asked, at the end of the uh, at the end of it all, all that sifting and interpreting, what do you think is the most likely hypothesis? And he said, I don't I don't know. When people talk about it, is there life besides what's in this in the states in the world, the globe? Life is defined in many different ways. I think it's a bit presumptuous and arrogant for us to believe that there's no other life form anywhere in the entire universe. What that might be is subject to a lot of different views. Now, if the former director of the CIA doesn't have any more information than that, uh, that's really disappointing. He said, but I think some of the phenomena we're going to be seeing continues to be unexplained and might in fact be some type of phenomenon that is the result of something that we don't yet understand and that could involve some type of activity that some might say constitutes a different life form. The major reason I take UFO reports seriously is simply the gradient of other people who take them seriously. The people with the very highest security clearances. It's not just Brennan and Harry Reid. There are others, too. Namely, people with the very highest level of security clearance who believe these issues deserve further investigation and are not just weather phenomenon, instrument mistakes, weather balloons, etc. <laughs> I think it's about time for somebody to step up and just tell us what the deal is. And you stop with the secrecy and the... And talking in circles like Brennan does here. Yes, come out and tell us. I mean, we're sophisticated enough now to be able to deal with it, I think. Uh, Maybe things were too sketchy in the 40s and 50s to go through. Come on. Just tell us what you have. Show us all the evidence. If you've really done alien autopsies, let's see them. If you've actually found bodies of aliens... I want to know about it. If if you are reverse engineering alien technology, let's see it. <laughs> I think it's just it's time now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Carlos in Oregon. Hey Carlos, you're on the blaze. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Pat? Doing yes, good. You really care? Oh, that's great. Uh, Thank you. Waiting on hold for just a little while now. Uh, I told the producer to put me on as Carlos Danger, wondering if you would get the reference or not. <laughs> uh, make you laugh this morning. Yeah. It was uh, Anthony Weiner's little email name he had. Right, right. And uh, actually, I think it was his uh, chat line name. But anyway, I was calling because I wanted to let you know about how it's going in Oregon. All right. So pa- Patriots are gearing up, man. People are getting ready. People are uh, scheduling, setting alarms, and getting to Buy Mart in the morning, stock up on whatever they can. Um, so I'm a, I'm a member of the Proud Boys. Okay. And we're worried about being labeled a terrorist organization. 
Well, yeah, I mean, every story that I see about the Proud Boys, uh, they act as if you're some kind of nefarious hate group or or whatever. Isn't the head of the Proud Boys uh, a minority? Yeah, he's Cuban. He's yeah, younger than me, and I'm and I'm brown too. So it's just the way it goes. You know, it's nothing uh, right. to do with race. It's about it's about the country. Yeah, it's not about it's white about, supremacy about, or any of that nonsense, right? It's about freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. You know, we we believe that Antifa has every right to stand on a corner and hold a sign and picket and protest as anybody else. But once they start to hinder somebody else's right to speak, that's when we have a problem. Yeah. And and that's the gist of it. We're all about freedom of speech, and we're there to protect Grandma, who's there to wave her uh, Blue Lives Matter flag. Yeah, I, I mean, based on what I've seen and and heard, there's absolutely no reason to be uh, labeling the Proud Boys group as some subversive uh, group of white supremacists. Uh, it's n- nonsense. But yeah, any 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 people caught up in in stuff that is you know not not accepted by the group, they get drummed out by the group itself. We don't we don't put up with nonsense. So it's just it's it's one of those truths. And like I, I was telling the, your producer Daniel that uh, we we are getting ready. You know, like how many members are, of the Proud Boys are there uh, in your uh, area? In my area, yeah, a couple hundred, I would say. Couple hundred. A few, a few, a few hundred, a few hundred. So up, up and down, up and down, Oregon and Washington. So mm. I mean, there's there's lots of people, and that's just those are just people that I mean, anyone anyone on TV is a proud boy. It doesn't really matter who you are. If if you're a patriot and you get you're doing something at a rally that the left deems bad, you're a proud boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Carlos. Uh, hopefully, we're <clears throat> we're keeping things peaceful uh, and and not becoming extreme uh, because it is uh, it is not time for that. Um, and I hope that people aren't uh, jumping to that conclusion right now. You know, people talk about the the founding fathers. Uh, the founding fathers tried every avenue. I mean, for thirty to forty years before they went to you know they went to actually picking up arms against Great Britain and declaring themselves uh, a separate entity. And they traveled across a, an ocean time and time and time again, seeking redress for their grievances over and over and over again. That was a many months proposition back then so i mean they were really committed to trying to do it peacefully first triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed on twitter uh let me take 60 seconds and tell you about a way to defend yourself because in this day and age you know with the defund the police uh efforts that are going on all over the country and just the fact that police can't be everywhere all the time uh, sometimes you need protection with you. Protecting my family is my number one priority, and I want to do it safely. The people at Taser believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you, with you or you could put it in your glove compartment or your purse. 
but they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Now, guns carry some risks for you and for those around you. Pepper spray can harm you as much as it does the attacker, and it's often ineffective, but taser products are safer, and they're really easy to use. They use an electric charge uh, to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. It's really great technology. They come loaded. These tasers come loaded with features like uh, laser-assisted targeting and emergency dispatch, which will send response teams to your GPS location upon firing the weapon. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with Taser's network of devices, apps, and personnel. Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com and use the promo code PAT to save 15%. Right now at Taser, T-A-S-E-R, Taser.com. Use the promo code PAT, T-A-S-E-R.com. Promo code PAT, restrictions apply. See the site for details. Senator Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Pat Gray Unleashed. Do you believe this statistic? Almost 8 million people have fallen into poverty just since summer in the United States of America. Uh, it shows you how deeply people are struggling because of this shutdown and the, the, the fact that they can't work, you can't run your business, Businesses are shutting down all over the place, and people are just lapsing into poverty. Poverty rate jumped 11.7% in November, up 2.4 percentage points since June. That is just unbelievable. While overall poverty levels are low by historical standards, the increase in poverty this year has been really swift, and it's the biggest jump in a single year since the government began tracking poverty over 60 years ago. Nearly double the next largest rise, which occurred in 79 and 80 during the uh, the oil crisis under Jimmy Carter. So uh, this is why we resist this government intervention into our lives so much. Stop with the lockdowns. Stop with shutting people's businesses down. Stop telling restaurants they can't remain open. Stop telling them that indoor dining is out. Same with bars. Same with gyms. I mean, if you have a restaurant, a bar, a a gym, how are you going to survive when you're shut down again? I don't don't know how people survive on 25% or 50% capacity, let alone completely shut down and you, you can't do any indoor dining. And if you don't have an area or if you live in the north, you can't do outdoor dining right now. Okay, what am I going to... I'm going to outdoor dine on a table with a foot and a half of snow on the table? Okay, that's that'll be good. And it's freezing cold? <laughs> she says it doesn't work. Economists say the sharp rise in poverty is occurring for two reasons. Millions can't find a job. And government aid for the unemployment and unemployed 
has declined sharply since summer. The average unemployment payment was more than $900 a week from late March through the end of July, but fell to $300 a week in August. And then, of course, businesses shutting down. Uh, Now they're talking about another uh, pretty big stimulus package, though, which may help. And the government should. If they're going to shut down your business, then they they should be helping you survive. Because otherwise, how are you going to? None of this, you know, makes any sense at all. Uh, The latest package they're talking about is $900 billion. So almost a trillion dollars. And isn't it amazing now how we talk about almost a trillion dollars? It took from George Washington to Ronald Reagan to go into debt $1 trillion in the United States of America. Now we're talking about it in in one bill. A trillion more in debt, which would take it to what? $28 trillion? $29 trillion overall? This package is emerging, uh, that's uh, emerging is expected to include hundreds of billions of dollars in aid for ailing small businesses and jobless Americans, tens of billions in aid for other critical needs, such as vaccine distribution in schools, and a one-time check of between six and seven hundred dollars for millions of Americans below a certain income threshold. Now, this is also something that Democrats have fought because they didn't want Trump to get any credit for helping people out. And so now, you know, now that they've been suffering for longer, thanks to Nancy Pelosi and playing politics, uh, now that the election's over, now they can finally get something done. So lawmakers are now racing to pass this deal, in part because of widespread signs of economic deterioration, uh, as well as the imminent expiration of several critical federal aid programs by the end of the year, and the fact that eight million more Americans, as the you know we're, we've been talking about, have fallen into poverty. Tensions over the new package flared in the final stages of negotiations with uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Manchin engaging in what. Multiple aides described as a heated exchange during an internal conference call Wednesday afternoon. Sanders pushed for the package to include more robust stimulus checks. Manchin has said that unemployment benefits are more essential to approve and helped spearhead a bipartisan compromise that Sanders has derided as insufficient. There's been talk, a little bit of talk, that uh, Joe Manchin might actually switch parties. We'll see about that. Uh, but, uh, let's see, Manchin said, uh, or or is this Bernie Sanders? I don't understand how Democrats accepted when you had Manchin talking about $1.8 trillion and this large heroes bill. I don't know how Democrats started accepting a framework of only $900 billion. That was according to uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, meanwhile, you got Senator uh, Mitt Romney working with Democrats like Mark Warner uh, to get the final bill uh, crafted and approved. And so we'll see in the next couple of days if this actually comes to fruition and we actually get something that's that's going to help people who have had their businesses shut down by the U.S. government or by a state government, more likely. 
Meanwhile, President Trump uh, is considering appointing a special investigator for Hunter Biden. I don't know why he's just considering it. This should be done immediately. A new report is out saying that President Trump is currently considering the appointment of a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. Why wouldn't you? This comes after the revelation of at least, at least four investigations involving uh, Joe Biden's surviving son. Money laundering appears to be one of the chief concerns, though there are other corruption issues at play as well. Joe Biden himself could also be fingered. Given some of the past evidence, we've seen that his knowledge of what went on is a little bit deeper, or maybe a lot deeper, than what he's admitted to. So now President Trump is realizing, wow, if Biden gets into office, none of this is going to happen. So he's really considering to push for a special prosecutor so that we can get to the bottom of what happened with Hunter Biden. What the media is going to do is insist that this makes everything dealing with Hunter and Joe Biden a partisan witch hunt. But I'll, I'll tell you this. If anybody knows about partisan witch hunts, it's the Democrats and the media. And they're already saying it's a witch hunt, so who cares? I mean, look at the witch hunt they went on for three full years over the Russian collusion nonsense. So uh, hopefully the president will appoint this special prosecutor and that special prosecutor will get to the bottom of the nefarious activities with Hunter Biden and his business partners and his dad, who will then uh, probably be in the office of the president of the United States. Unless something dramatic happens between now and then. All right, tomorrow, more on trivia. Not sure who the game is between, but it uh, doesn't matter anyway. It's just fun to play, uh, no matter who is involved. And uh, we will get to that tomorrow right here on Hack Ray Unleashed. Uh-huh.